Good afternoon and welcome to episode 55 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. And once again with me is Corrine. Hello. Hi, Steve. I missed you. It seems like an age since we were last sort of together in this environment. but uh, feels like you know weeks. Like. Weeks have gone by. <laughs> Years have where, gone by. Where has the time gone? I don't know. Anyway, there we go. Gone the way of the dodo. So, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You know, life gets busy and, and other stuff happens and Planicon's been and gone and um, sort of we're sort of getting over that, I think. I think a lot of people are. But uh, there we go. Anyway, today we've been sort of chatting sort of before we sort of started recording, just basically catching up with each other, really. But um, it, it's, it's sort of an interesting sort of break to have to um, sort of look sort of back over what we've done over the last 54 episodes is it now and this one being 55 and thinking so you must be an enthusiast with regards to planning if you're listening to the podcast i think that goes without saying and you must be a double enthusiast if after hearing me talk at PlannerCon, you're insisting on listening to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) so we were wondering it you know how do you, or you, the audience, that is, um, keep up to date with sort of the latest ideas? Um, sort of maybe you pick up ideas from us or elsewhere um, with regards to sort of you know small incremental changes that you might be able to put into your sort of daily sort of planning regimes and what have you. But, um, because there is a feast of um, different sources out there. It's a plethora. But, yeah, almost too many, Yeah, really, isn't there? Um, certainly now, compared to, um, what, five or six years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's just multiplied. It's mushroomed out of all... Well, well, productivity has become this this fashionable thing all of a sudden, where everyone's inclined to get squeeze more out of their day and squeeze more out of their computer and squeeze more out of everything they can. And by the mm. time they they're done with everything, they find out they'd squeeze the life out of their own life. And mm. I think that's why we're doing this episode is to understand how we can wrangle or corral the various types of information about planning and efficiency that's out there and how to actually go about implementing it and and how how do you even begin to store that because i see good ideas every day right social Mm. media bombards us hey try this do that and so is it a fleeting thought at that moment saying yeah i'd like to or is it a facebook save that you save and then you say i'll get back to that in 75 years and and never (laughs) do (laughs) and so i think Right, Steve? That's the conversation that we're having today. That's that's the sort of thing that certainly you have to have some means or you have to develop some means of actually saving this stuff in a sort of somewhere so you can actually refer back to it. Because when you pick up this information, it might not be the appropriate time that you, you know, want to, um, you know, implement it straight away or you might want to read reread the thing or rewatch a video or or something like that um at a later date you know when you have more time or actually have your planner with you when you're going through yeah 
you know how many times have you sort of clicked on a link that takes you to a video and you look at the timing at the bottom and you go oh no 42 minutes i haven't got 42 40, minutes 41 of which are spent talking about what's in this inside the planner and then one minute talking about yeah, actually showing exactly. what's inside the planner we never actually see the inside <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the talking hands video, right? <laughs> well, that's little that, that's fingers. happened to me so often, Steve, is I I will click on something and I'll say that's valuable to me. I know I'm going to need to read that at some point is what I'll say mm. to myself. And I'll say, but I haven't got my planner with me and I don't know where to keep this at the moment, which is why yeah. it's important, ladies and gentlemen of the Plannerverse, to have a planner with you at any given moment. And that's why this brings us to our conversation of size matters. Um, if you yes. consistently find yourself wanting to use your planner and it's not there, you've got the wrong size. <laughs> that's mm. how you know. That's an indicator that you've got the wrong size. Having said that, I, I have a separate tab that I use mm. in my planners to collect this information, whether it's articles or links or whatever it is that mm. I can go back to on a separate day and actually dive in. But again, this is what I call planner planning. This mm. is the actual planning part of it. So first you organize and corral all the information that's out there or that you've come across so far and then actually make a concerted effort to sit down and go through and see if there's anything that's applicable to what system you're using now. Maybe you haven't got a system. Maybe you're just sort of throwing things into your planner as one does, right? That's a very typical way of using a planner is just sort of plopping mm. things in as they come in. Um, but if you wanted to actually think about a system and how that might work for you or make your life a little easier, then Use, seeing these videos, which are very helpful sometimes, or reading the links on efficiency and productivity and GTD and all this other stuff that's out there floating about, mm -hmm. I would want to have some sense of what have I just read, where did I read it, and how can I apply it? And that's where I collect that information and actually try one of those suggestions and see how it works for me. Mm -hmm. Do you do something the, different, Steve? This, the, they sort of age-old problem I've found often is you find something and you can't find your way back <laughs> and then you rack your brain trying to remember what was the keywords you used in Google to actually search for it and then it, it appeared in that first page of, of Google. Some time back um, I started using Flipboard oh, yeah. which is an app um, for saving links, um, links to articles videos etc etc and i quickly realized that i was saving more stuff than ever gonna read <laughs> we all do that get, it was a complete mess um so then i started organizing into different sort of categories haha -ha, you'll enjoy that <laughs> contextualizing <laughs> you mean yes and it sort of started to regiment the thing and then they suddenly said oh by the way you can make these magazines public now if you want to and i thought oh yeah, well, I don't see why not. So I actually publish, I think it's about 15 or 16 different um, Flipboard magazines now on different topics, not just planning. There's photography and there's there's technology. And so it's like a it's like a Pinterest of links, right? Yeah. And you end up just sharing that with your social media to show yeah, what, so what like, these are the links that Steve is interested in this week, right? Yeah. So you can flip through the thing, literally like a magazine, mm. and it shows you a sort of picture and some text 
um, from the article. And if you want to read the thing in detail, you can then just tap on the thing and then it, you, you get the full article mm. and you can read it and you can, you can then share it. You can then flip into your own magazine if you're wanting to, to keep the thing. So it, it sort of keeps, well, not self-perpetuating itself, but it's It's like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's a compendium yeah, you can keep of all of, the information you, in the world. You can sort of gather this information together in sort of, you know, in the, the way... The, the bits of information that you want to keep, uh, not necessarily, you don't want to keep it all, but you can just pick out the, the bits that you want to keep, and that's what I tend to do, sort of thing. Um, but I find that very useful for going back to and sort of looking up articles. It does store everything in sort of chronological order that you sort of put it in there, sort of thing, but mm. you can actually search magazines and stuff, so... In that sense, it works quite well. Um, but it's just one of the many. I, I think there's bound to be other um, sort of applications that are around. Flip, Flipboard does work very well, obviously, within its own app on a tablet or a, a phone, smartphone. But you can actually use it just on a normal web browser as well, which is quite good from that point of view as well. Um, certainly trying to um, dig back to particularly YouTube videos and things is an absolute nightmare um, if you consume as much as I do because you just, you know flip, um, YouTube doesn't give you the, the ability to categorise things in quite the same way because if you've got a broad expansive interest in not just planning but a lot of other stuff as well and any of our listeners you know, could be interested yeah. in yeah. You know, fashion and cookery and you know, home living and all this sort of stuff. Um, and they want to be able to sort of put them into the relative piles and things. Then, you know, it, it really works well for that point of view because then you've got all the all your cookery articles in one place and, do you, and stuff like that. Do you have a time during the week or the month that you actually set aside to go through new articles and implement mm. them? implement what they're talking about or is it just a happy read through well it it depends what i sometimes do if i see something that i think can i use that or will it work for me Mm. i quite often end up sort of highlighting that one article and making a note in my planner to reread the thing and looking to see what i need to do to implement the thing so it's an actual conscious effort yeah. to include it in that sense. It might not happen in the first week. It might be the second week, depending on what I'm doing. But certainly it's, I think it's all, otherwise it's so easily forgotten. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Of As far as I'm concerned, for me, the, all these articles are great. I love them. I would love to spend my life reading about them. <laughs> but mm. actual work has to happen at some point. Yeah. And so what I end up doing is I'll make notes to myself in the section that's tabbed planner planning mm. as to what's not working. So mm. I'll get frustrated with my planning system. And I'll actually make a note saying, daily system not working, need workaround, for example. Mm. And what I will do is I will go out and try and find people's daily systems and yeah. and scour them for inspiration, uh, look through and see how someone else has their setup, and then see if I can incorporate that into my daily fail. Because the, the fantastic part about failing 
is that there's an answer to it. You're failing mm. because your brain needs something else, and that's a, that's a good indicator that you've got to look for something else that's that's going to work. Eventually, you will find something. And mm. so, my biggest issue is that with dailies, I forget what I've written when I've written it. <laughs> that's my biggest <laughs> fail. So, <laughs> the monthlies work because it's an easy at glance. The you weeklies can look, sort of scan the thing, can't you? right? The weeklies work because I can quickly see. But how do I identify what I've written on which day? How do I go back and find it? And I'm still struggling with that. I think the the DIY fish system of color coding the page edges mm. uh, may be a system that I will have to implement so that eventually you see all the oranges are listed for anything related to work, for example, or all the reds or whatever. Or maybe some form of A to Z indexing. I can, see, I have a problem with that because I can never remember what index I used in, to begin with. <laughs> One day it'll be apples, the next day it'll be fruits. So I, I yeah. never know how my brain is thinking on that day. I'll have to create a table of content for my index yeah. <laughs> so that I can go back and use it. Do you use dailies at all, Steve? No. You, so what do you want? I have weeklies? done in the past. Mm. Um, and I got tired of... Um, carrying stuff forward all the time. I think dailies only really work if you don't include all the tasks on them, because otherwise, um, if you're not inclined to do a task on a specific day, then it just becomes a nightmare carrying things forward from one day to the next. Well, I, I want the dailies to work more like a journal, like a diary yeah. of of what's happened on that day. Mm. But then. So three or four days will go by with white pages for me because I haven't been able yes. to capture what's happened. <laughs> and then the fifth day will have this massive amount of information that's yeah. been waiting to come out. And then I don't remember what I wrote on it because it's been three or four I, days now. I do use a day per page planner as a journal, but it's a separate bound book. It's not for planning. Hmm. Um, but in terms of what's happening currently and what's going forward... I tend to use weeklies for that. Well, if um, anyone out there in the Planetverse has any suggestions for me, I'd welcome them as far as mm. my dailies because I'm having trouble remembering w what I've written on what date. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to sort of finding information um, in books and things, you know, the to-be-read to list type idea mm. uh, seems a very common one. Um and that is great if you can regiment yourself to doing that. Yeah. But you also need some sort of backup um, with that to reference back to things, I think. So, you know, you almost need a, to dedicate, say, a page per book or something like that. And if there is particular notes that you want to refer back to, you know, note the page number and basically roughly what it's about. So you can quickly get back to that bit of information afterwards otherwise if you i find that if you stop reading and then try and implement something you might miss out on a particular you know nuance to whatever technique it is you're reading about which is then covered four pages later <laughs> <laughs> well th this is another case of where digital must support analog i love yeah. uh, i remember early on in the iphone years there was an app i forgot what it's called bookshelf i think it was called Mm. that allowed one to quickly scan the ISBN numbers off of books and yeah. then it would start a compendium of a library for yourself, basically. Mm. It was great. I spent almost an entire Saturday going through 
my <laughs> bookshelf only to find that 99% of my phone space had now been taken up by pictures <laughs> of book covers. And if I ever deleted the app off of my phone, then there goes all the work, in which case I, I did, right? So the yeah. next best thing I have found is Goodreads. Have you heard of that app? Yes. Yeah, That's yeah. a great app to keep track, a perpetual track of the books that you have, the books that you've read, mm -hmm. and the books that you're reading, and share notes with colleagues and be able to track authors that you love. Mm. I enjoy using that, but I have a tab for Goodreads in my planner mm. and that allows me to do what Steve's just said, which is to take notes in a particular book for reference to be able to go back yep. if there was an idea that I picked up or a philosophy that I mm. enjoy or a quote that I liked or something that a lot wants, mm. my, my brain wants to go back to it. I do have that section that Goodreads doesn't allow you to do. That's the digital aspect that fails on that mm. app is that there's nothing better than taking a pen to paper at that moment and saying, oh, yeah, this idea right here yeah. on this page. Page yeah. 43, yeah. paragraph two sort of thing. Yeah. You know, well done, Steve. Make a note about what it's what it's going to be about sort of thing. Um, there's, there's a lot of things you can do about that. And the, the solutions are very simple. They don't need to be complicated at all. You know, the, the best solutions are simple, really, when it comes to sort of making notes um, to refer back to. I think that's the important thing, is, is being able to get back to that information quickly and you don't waste so much time yeah. attempting to try and find it. And again, it doesn't all have to be in your main planner, you know? It really mm. doesn't. You can have a separate planner that's set up mm. specifically for reference. And these would be reference items. So I would see nothing wrong with having a, com a complete separate A5 planner, for example, that has all the tabs on planner planning, on efficiency, on GTD, on mm. separating all of these items, and even printing out and hole punching these items on, on A5 paper. I do that all the time. Yeah. I just get A5 paper cut from regular letter size paper here mm. in the States. I take it to Staples. I give them the A5 measurements. They cut that for me. And I have, I've literally just now, finally, after three years, I've finally run out of A5 paper. I'm going to have to go get a new ream. So mm -hmm. it's taken me that long to go through an entire set of A5. Um, and I have my A5 hole puncher and just start learning. If anybody's struggling with printing, I would challenge you that use this as a challenge to learn how to start printing on A5 because once you see the value of being able to print out an article and take it with you in your planning system, then you will gain mm. a lot of control and power over how this planner is working for you or how it's not. And mm. you'll be able to see, because that's one of my favorite things to do is to print out articles that I'm going to enjoy later and have them in my planner and just use the planner as a book if you need to. Why not? Why not have it as a reference guide? Certainly, the other thing I think we should stress is if you do make um, any small changes to your planner system, however minor it might be, be it just the color of ink you're using or page layout or, or whatever, is to sort of actually put a marker in your planner sort of two or three weeks hence and actually review how effective that change has been um, so you can sort of think yeah actually set aside five minutes to say is this working for me or should I go back to what I was using before yeah and it's simple it's as simple as being able to look in a month on two pages and mark two weeks in advance and say mm. on on this Friday uh, 
check your ink check your ink colors or check your whatever it is that you've changed yeah. and audit audit yourself hmm. that's a good idea you know, i never thought of that you know, steve your your pen might run out of particular color and you might have to change colors for instance might have know. to <laughs> might have to boost steve's pen off of his desk without him knowing it <laughs> ooh cruel <laughs> i with so many different versions of social media being around these days, I, I wonder how many people gain things from, you know, things like Instagram, for instance. Mm. You know, YouTube's fairly obvious, I know, because it lends itself perfectly for instructional type things and what have you. And you can save um, things there. Yeah, and you can save things and, um, you know, you can save it to watch later and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Instagram, I think, is, you know, it's all about the pretty sort of stylized images and what have you, and I'm just as guilty as everyone else for doing those. But I, I do wonder about um, whether you could start to sort of start looking um, for particular hashtags or whatever um, for planning tips of one description or another, you know, particular layouts and you know, methods of, of planning and what have you. I'm, I'm sure they're out there somewhere with millions and millions of people using it. It's just a case of finding them. Well, I so. think videos being uh, slowly absorbed into Instagram or if I'm just behind the times yeah. and it's already been absorbed, I don't know. But I think that's one of, not flaws, but a characteristic difference between YouTube and Instagram mm. is that it's more of a catalog version of how people live. And so whatever mm. it is that you're highlighting, if, for example, my, my page is all about planners, you're going to get a catalog of what my planners look like as opposed mm. to a daily grind of what that reality is. And so a, a YouTube video would capture the daily grind of here's how this mm. works. Um, I don't see any way of being able to save a string of Instagrammed photos. They sort of, it's a very current and very dynamic and very there changing. There is a save option. Right, but can and you, it's, uh, can you uh, go back to that? What I have that? to do is do a screenshot and highlight. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a lesson on that, symbol Steve. at the end. I discovered that I was saving stuff without realizing it. <laughs> well, there you have it. The, the, wor the planner verse is collectively laughing at us for our ineptitude <laughs> at, at Instagram. <laughs> mm, yes, it happened. I discovered this yesterday. We're quite used to I it. Thought, What's that tab doing? Oh, these pictures on the pen. Have oh, I saved all that? <laughs> oh, that's great. We're, and then sort of, I'd obviously gone through uh, and it just happened to be where my finger kept hitting occasionally mm. when I was scrolling through. But it's it's the little symbol on the, I don't know how you describe it actually, it's, it's sort of like a, a ribbon type flag, but a vertical version. I'll like do a, a bookmark? Do you mean a see. bookmark? Yeah, maybe uh -huh. like that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a wonder we can communicate what do I, at all. What do I know about these things? <laughs> but in terms of people might think, oh, I'm not on Instagram because I've got nothing to share. Mm. Maybe not. But that doesn't stop you using it as a, as a resource or source of inspiration or yeah. whatever. Because there's lot, plenty, plenty of people doing various things out there from, you know, how they decorate their planner from one week to the next um, to, you know, what their current 
collection looks like and, and, and so on and so on and so on. It, it, there's just no end of stuff out there. And it, there's some quite amusing stuff as well. But um, There's always going to be stuff it. for us out there, no matter who we are and what yeah, our tastes are. There's it, always going to be something out there. When it, if, Over the last few years, I've always sort of taken a, an interest in a new, you know, any form of new sort of media that's come along. And I've sort of sat back and think, yeah, okay, let's see how this works. Let's see how I can use it to either share the message that I'm doing on the blog or use it as a source of information to, to feed into the blog or, or whichever way. It doesn't make a lot of difference. And, and I think that's been the case, certainly with you know Twitter and YouTube and all these other things. It's a case of, you know, seeing how they can benefit you um don't come a, become a slave to it obviously but um. we basically what we can do is we can set up all of these social media sites to become our own private tutors mm. on how to develop the skill sets that we've already yeah. got i mean for, really we can go itunes has an entire university section now right you can go to mit you can attend classes at yeah. harvard you can do anything so if you've got an interest in wanting to develop your planning skills then Find a couple of people that you're interested in in their systems and see if you can follow along or see if this is something that you can develop for your own for your own liking. Because ultimately mm. that's what it is, right? You've got to make the planner work for you. The, you don't work for the planner. The planner works for you. So if you set it up right, it can be your best assistant. And if you don't, it can be your worst, most expensive nightmare because you'll just keep <laughs> feeding the paper machine that doesn't want to stop. It, it's it's mm. always hungry for more paper. Yeah. The, the... Well, it's been said many times before. The planner doesn't fail; it's the person using it that right. fails because of the, you know, the way they're using it. Um, and I certainly agree with that philosophy because um, we can certainly all sort of, you know, just take five minutes and sit back for a minute and think, right, how can I use this better than I I'm already doing, sort of thing, and how can I make better use of it, and how can it improve my sort of overall efficiency, productivity, or whatever? And particularly if you're in a work environment. I don't think of myself as being in one of them, obviously. Um, but, you know, I'd certainly, I, I constantly always think, if I was using a planner now, when I was at work, how much more efficient I would, yeah. I would have been. <laughs> well, that's one thing I've noticed is that, particularly having been to PlannerCon now, there is a different magic that's created when two people get together and start discussing mm. planners as opposed to one solitary person on their own who mm. is wondering how to get it done. So yeah. why not find a few people in your neighborhood that are interested in planning? Why not create an online social group where you can participate and encourage one another to get it mm. going? So if you find yourself stuck in a rut with not knowing how to create that productivity section in your planner, mm. find people that are doing that and, and get in touch yeah. with them. You know, meet once a month for coffee or yeah, something like yeah. that it's you know neutral territory and it, it's not not going to take too much time out and, and all the rest of it throw a planning we've mentioned throw a planning dinner once a week get it fancy yeah. have everyone dress up right <laughs> yeah your partners might find it a bit strange but <laughs> everyone's come over with planners and fancy dress right <laughs> someone's dressed as darwin outside <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I 
certainly agree with you. If you know, thirty odd years ago, I'd known a little bit more about planning. My whole use of a plan mm. would have been completely different from day one. But you know, sadly, back then there wasn't things like the internet to help <laughs> us find out these things. <laughs> and yeah, and so why not use them? And why not create that section in in a planner, not in your specific planner uh, that you use every day necessarily? but in a planner or in a binder where you can access reference guide for how to make use of your planner. A planner, planning, mm. planner, <laughs> for lack of better words. <laughs> planner squirt. Or to, planner cubed. Or cubed. <laughs> yeah. Pl planner to the, the power of three. <laughs> yeah, um, well, there there goes so all the ten listeners that a... we had just, just signed off. <laughs> yes, they've just, they're just, just lost it at that point. They're going, what, what are they going on about? <laughs> I'm happy to report that while we attended PlannerCon, we had 20 listeners, and after PlannerCon, we now have two. This is great. <laughs> Do we care? <laughs> no. <laughs> so where can we find you on the internet? Oh, dear. This you're going to find me skulking for the next couple of weeks. Uh, but past that, you're going to find me on Instagram at Karine Tovmasyan. And at Plannerology.com, we've got the dashboard set up, we've got the store set up, all that good stuff's up there. And on Facebook at Plannerology, where can we find you, dear Steve? Me, uh, in my usual hidey holes of Filofaxi.com, TravelersNotebookTimes.com, and on Instagram as Mr. Filofaxi. Yes, come and find me there. And if you've liked this podcast and if you've enjoyed it and it's tickled your tonsils as it were don't forget to like it subscribe to it and share it thank you all